0: Business is Boring is made by the spin-off with help from Callaghan Innovation, New Zealand's innovation agency.
1: Here's your host, Simon Pound. There's a business I love following on Instagram. The owner does one of the best jobs of anyone I follow of sharing what makes his company tick, the values they have, and the work they put in. Whether it's his tradition of giving the truck a wash ahead of the working week, taking the boss man, one of his young kids, for a pastry and cup in mid-morning, being on site organising drainage and services for a big apartment complex build, or exposing what good and bad workmanship looks like on site, Rob Taylor of Supreme Plumbing, is the man to watch. He's grown his plumbing business to 10 staff over the last few years and hit the headlines earlier this year with a series of cash giveaways to help businesses needing a hand over lockdown, a period that he spent on the road a lot as an essential worker. To chat building a business and brand, learning a trade from apprenticeship up, and cultivating the mindset and the conditions for growth, Rob Tayner joins us now. Kilda, good morning. Good morning. Um, when you say it like that, I'll get a bigger head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, t- t- take us back to the beginning. Like, Where do you, you want to start? How did you get into, into plumbing? What got you into the trade? It was an opportunity. Um,
2: my old man was a builder. He had some friends. I decided to leave school early. I came home and said I had enough. I think it was fifth or sixth form. And they said, all right, are you sure? So I came back home after school. They said, you're paying $100 rent a week. So I went, holy shit, like, am I allowed to swear? Have yeah, we yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, we yeah, good, Because, okay, no, like, good. that's what say. do. So. <laughs> um, so I came home. I had to get a job. The old man had somebody he knew. Um, I was working in a stonemason shop, actually. And then I got a job through the stonemason shop, the local plumber who used to do all the work there. Uh, my stonemason boss obviously thought that I had a little bit something different. Um, so asked the plumbing guys to do the work there for an opportunity and started 17. Yeah, so we're talking 15 years ago. I jumped into a trade and haven't looked back since. And what what does the apprenticeship look like um, when, when you start out? Um, shit. You start at the bottom like anything. Uh, you're pretty much breaking concrete. You're doing all the laboring work, but it's kind of like anything. You're hard work, you'll get, you'll get through it. But takes about four and a half years uh, to get your registration two years later you can sit a certifying exam which means which is different completely to other trades so you sit a certifying exam then you can employ other plumbers and you can sign off work whereas builders and electricians you get your ticket that's it you've got it so essentially we're like masters we do six years of work to get to a certifying stage that you can sign work off and have guys working for you
1: and in terms of that work, like what does it look like when you are an apprentice, kind of getting into the business? Because it's um, lower pay, isn't it? Because you're being taught stuff. And, yeah, and it's 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 hard yakka. Yeah, it is. But it, you just got to get
2: on with it, man. I, I, it's head down ass up, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think I started on my apprenticeship wages was about eleven bucks an hour. But what you got to remember is, and I tell all my guys that are doing it, you get paid to fucking do this. So you 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 get put through your apprenticeship. Like, my wife, when we got together, she had to go to uni. She had a, a student loan, and she had to get a part-time job. So we, you get paid during five days a week. You get a 40-hour week. You get paid for it. Um, we pay for the fees as well, and we pay them while they're at tech. So, like, ultimately, it's a no-brainer. Like, a, the opportunity there, so, yeah, let's, we need more guys in it. Like, once you see it like that, you know, get into it. So you come out without a student loan. Yep. With with your ticket, with your ticket, um, you've usually paid off your fees too, so you you'd pay it back every week. Um, I think the government's released a few things that so they're paying for it now, but back then we were looking at about three to five grand a year. So, and you're getting paid to learn. Like I said, your boss is paying you while you're off tech, so that
1: yes, yeah, a no-brainer, man. <laughs> yeah. And what does it? What does it take? to kind of, to, to step up and um, be a really good plumber. It's one of the things I love following is when you, <laughs> you call out the, the work you <laughs> find and fix I'm up that has been very good. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I, you have to find, it all comes from yourself, man. Um, your own, you got to find something in any job you do that you kind of enjoy and you like. Like I never thought, looking back on it, that, I would make a career out of this, and I I could do so well as I, I have. But I found through plumbing. Um the interaction that like, you know, from actually going to do the work, I was on different sides. I got to meet different people every day. Like that's what where my enjoyment came from, like talking to different people and seeing these people all the time. Um, and then you kind of take a bit of pride in it and then you're a bit invested in your customers, I'd say. And so you'd, you'd want to perform and, you know, you'd, you'd do good work and then, you, you know, you'd get that feedback from them. They loved it. So you'd want to, you'd, you'd end up bettering yourself from it all.
1: Um, yeah, it's crazy. And what was the decision to go out on your own? Because I imagine if you're working with a, with a company for years, you end up being really close with the team, and you've learned a lot of, lot of people. Like, what 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 leads what to was the, the decision trigger? to make the jump? Oh man, it's, we travelled a
2: bit. Me and my wife. I was with my company for about ten years, um, and I'd, I've always been a pretty good people's person. I could kind of read situations and that. And I was, I, it was kind of it seemed like. It, it was just a continuous road where I was with my guys. They were older guys and they were pretty negative dudes like, you know, with work and stuff. And I always thought to myself, like, there must be something more than then, then, then ending up like this. So um, we travelled overseas for a bit just before we went away. Um, I said to my boss, I was like, man, I'm going to set something up. And we had a lot of guys who we worked with through our um, my ex-company that They always said to me, they're like, man, if you ever go out on your own and do something, they're like, you're the only reason we continue to use this company. I'm not talking myself up, but this is what they say to me. So I kind of gave me that because I was all right. So I told my boss, I said, I'm going to go out on my own and start my own thing up. Came back from Europe and I just thought, fuck it. Like, you make the jump, like no risk, no reward. It's my thing. And I said to everybody, you got to put your balls out there and get out there and do it yourself. You know, and I had no idea what it was going to be like. Um, my wife had just fell pregnant as well. And we were like, you know what? Like you always have an excuse. There's no time better than right now. So we did. So we um, came back and I just said, handed in my notice. I had one job lined up and it was going to take me about a month, but there was never one doubt in my mind that I thought that I knew that I wouldn't find more work. Like, you know, I kind of had one job and I'm like, okay, you start from here. Get the one job, start working on it. I'm going to be able to find other work. I never doubted myself. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to, Continue, And I have, like I picked up one job and it went from one to another, to another, to another, and here we are. And
1: how long ago, how long have you been operating under Supreme Plumbing now? This
2: is our fifth year in business, so yeah, four previous years, so going on our fifth. Um, yeah, things have grown quite rapidly um, in the last kind of two years, we really gave it a go and um, started employing more guys, bought a few more machinery, and just like I said, made that jump. Like we could have those first three years. It was kind of just me, and I had a little Gray with me. We're kind of just plateauing along, doing nothing. And then it's like you know, you kind of want to challenge yourself. And it's like, like, do I want to keep staying here, or let, let's let's try for the next thing? You kind of do it, and then you're like, fuck, I did it. Like, what am I doing next? Like, you know, it's just like one step to another. And it's like you never look back. Like you remember it, but you just keep pushing me another foot you wake up every fucking day you put you put your shoes on you one foot in front of another you just get up and make it happen
1: well yeah as a like when you come to kind of employ people and stuff like how is it to kind of keep them all busy versus they are people who are filling in for demand that you've already got (laughs) good question Yeah.
2: (laughs) yeah it's um same thing you just gotta you just make it happen I'm yeah, I don't know. That's just, kind of right now. I'm just like, uh, like, um, you, you just make it happen, man. You just, <laughs> you just, you, you, you just fucking do it. Like, yeah. Um, our guys are all pretty good. We go through a bit of no, some sort of vetting. You know, um, we have them. I'm, I'm very personal with my guys. Um, I'm a father as well. I was an apprentice. I know what it was like to have work, work in kind of a bad environment. So, you know, bringing these young guys in who we, we look forward to, and I don't want the guy who's the A grade student either. I want the guy a little bit beaten around the block who, who, who has an appreciation, who will work for you, and, you know, and we'll give it back to them as well. But we kind of see them, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, you don't have the best life, but let's fucking change it. Like you know, let's have this opportunity and change it. Um, yeah, and it's, and it's awesome. It's awesome to see, and it's awesome to do. You kind of get a little bit of fulfillment out of it, you know, um, from yourself. But it's it's hard. You got to. All our guys are different. You got to kind of how I talk to one guy is different from how I talk to another guy. So the personality clash. He doesn't want to work with him, or he doesn't want to do this. Like, but you kind of pick that up. But it's all, I suppose, that's management, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. which is kind of what I learned around the way. But as I said earlier, um, I'm a people's person. You just got to listen and be able to figure out how
1: you know like everybody's different. Um, yeah. What are the things that you've had to kind of change going from you know worker to then if you're running ten ten people? I imagine there's a lot more time in the office and a lot more time yeah. on quotes and plans and yeah, accounting and stuff.
2: You kind of lose your personal like engagement with your previous clients so up to I guess a year or two ago like when I was still on the tools full-time we built all those relationships and had all those guys and now um, I'm kind of putting my trust in my team you know which I do every day and sending them out there so I'm finding the builders or the developers they still they still contact me directly and they're like when we want you like you're the guy which is I understand it I, I made it to where it was so they, they're like you got to come like you know so <laughs> I, it's kind of taken away I don't get to see them every day like I'm pretty much in the office on site quoting doing pricing um, meeting new customers kind of trying to build the business um, and that's what they say they say if you're working in the business too much so if I'm on the tools every day I'm taking work away from my boys. I'm I can't grow my business to where it needs to be. So um, yeah, I think that 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 personal kind of you know interaction with with clients and guys that we've older guys that we've done stuff with um is probably the worst kind of thing, or you know the biggest thing that does happen. You kind of lose that through throughout you know I suppose doing everything else and not actually working on the tools.
1: Yeah, but like you say, it's not scalable, eh? You can't, <laughs> you can't find more hours in the day just, yeah. just to work yourself. Yeah, it's, um,
2: I don't know, every, every morning, I wake up pretty early, man. I've got a pretty good routine. I mean, I was talking to my wife about this stuff. Like, I've done a couple of other talks with people too. She was like, like I'm a bit different. She was like, I've kind of got what works for me figured out. Like, I know I'll come like, up early. I write down every day. Like, you'd see my diary and it's just got, it's just full. So every night I'll write down what kind of what my plan is for tomorrow um, and then I'd go through and just slowly tick off things off my list you know and kind of get through it that way um,
1: yeah tell me about how you kind of create the conditions like for, for for the right mindset of getting things happening like tricks like the making sure that your trucks always washed before the working week and stuff you gotta it's – you hear it all the
2: time you gotta stay one foot ahead of the competition like I'm up early I'm in my office before anybody else um it's I'm not doing everything for myself you know um I, I'm up there before all my boys I'm in there usually f- between five and six they come in about six thirty seven I'm usually the last person to leave um yeah you just I don't know what the switch is man you just kind of find something in yourself and you're like you stop worrying about what the fuck everybody else is doing. like, And I I, I say it like people – So too many people are concerned about what the fuck everybody else is doing when they need to focus on themselves. So I see it in business. I see it with young guys. I see it with other people. I'm like if you have time to sit there and worry about and dog somebody or talk shit about somebody else or even focus all your shit on like negatively, (laughs) like you – Aren't doing something like like how do you have like I said on the other podcast you if you you won't be criticized by anyone who's doing better than you it's always the guys who don't understand and don't want it don't know it so they're oh what about this guy over there and I hate that shit like I tell my boys I'm like man if there's a problem I'm front on I'm like you come and approach me let's talk about it I don't want to hear about this being around the bush because like all you tune into is this negative person who poor me poor me look what he's doing It's like, man, I've we've done what we've done because of I've focused on what the fucker was. You know, and, I don't. All, I, that, all that energy goes into the wrong place rather yeah, than into yeah. going forwards. Well, I don't have time for that other shit. Like it's like my, it's my work, my family, what I'm doing. That's it. Like people laugh. Like I remember when I first started. Like, even some of my friends, like some of the posts I would do or things I do, they're like fuck you, you know. And I'm like you're a boss or whatever. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm I'm doing it. What the fuck are you doing? You're the guy watching me. I'm the guy you're going to be talking about. <laughs> so like when you look at it like that, I'm like pretty much like that's
1: what I'm doing. You know. If you love the spin-off, the best way to show it is to become part of the spin-off members. This is the fund that helps us keep free and accessible to all without a paywall. It also funds some of our most important and acclaimed journalism. You can pay what you want, but for just $8 a month, you'll receive a package that includes our first book. Check it out through the spin-off.
0: Hi, this is Toby Manhire. Uh busting into your podcast to say please come and listen to our podcast too our podcast is gone by lunchtime i'm the host and together with ben thomas and annabelle lee Mayfield, we chew over the political issues of the day it's gone by lunchtime come and check us out spinoff.co.nz gone by lunchtime and it's on all the podcast platforms you know you know where to find them
1: and in terms of being like, you know, running your own business as well, one of the cool things is the way that you have your family involved and stuff. But tell me about, um, I listened to a podcast that you did with a, uh, a, a plumber in Australia and yeah. he was saying, and you were saying that, you know, there's actually a real line with family if you're working at home and it's always there. And there are benefits to when you moved into your office away from the home situation.
2: Yeah, best thing we did um, uh- you kind of see things that don't work for you and so I figured it out it was uh, it was lovely being at home with the kids we were running the office we're having guys there I got to see the kids but you couldn't I couldn't focus on what I was doing um, and it it took a, it was a lot of strain but same thing like I worked it out, I figured out, like, okay, I need to move out of home. My kids were there, they would come in the office all the time, you know, and, like, love my wife, but she'd know I'd be there too, and she'd be like, oh, hey, like, oh, I'm just going to shoot out. I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking normal, dude, like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I'm like, so i got I know these two kids, I'm like, well, there goes my day. She's like, I'll just be back, and I'm like, yeah, well, we know what that means when women say that, eh, hey, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, I... Yeah, then we stepped away. We, we got our office, and it was the best thing we kind of we kind of did. Um, and we can focus. I have more time now for my family. Like, it's from work. I'll get home. I still do stuff after hours, but I leave the office. I close up. I can leave pretty much eighty percent on. You can never fully. People just say to leave it at, at, at work. Leave it. At, you can. Like, when you're a business owner, like that shit is going over your head, like I'll wake up at three o'clock and I'm like bang and like and I'll have an idea about the next day. So I'll start writing stuff down just to stop thinking about it. But um yeah, it was it was a it was the best thing we've done. I think that's part of our growth too in the last year. Um stepping away from it and just being able to focus on what was kind of my priority during the day. Um yeah, so we get in the office, yeah. It's yeah. it great.
1: And then when you do see them, you're able to take them out for a supper yeah. in the mid morning and just kind of be present there.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you're there and you kinda of like so Friday mornings too, I kinda of, I start late. That's my day. So I'm usually in at work about nine, so I, I have the morning with things. I leave them every morning and, and it sucks on but it is what it is. Um my face my son most most days, but every Friday I'm at home. I'll stay in or I'll go to the gym, then I'll come back, we'll have breakfast together, and I'll take him to um kindy. But yeah, we'll get that day. Otherwise, it's just, yeah, it's just work, 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 work. You've got you to find your balance for everybody. Like, you have to, like, everyone just saying, you've you got to work hard, but you also have to, personally for me, I know, like, I've got a family, like, I need to have this time with them. Like, you know, so so working that into my daily routines and schedules throughout the week is um, something that I'm lucky enough that I've figured
1: out and I'm able to do. And how has business been for you through the lockdown and and now, like, it still seems to be that we've got a lot of developments going up, a lot of houses that are going to need all their services do, doing. Like, you know, you're in a, you're a essential worker and on the road the whole way through lockdown. Yeah. Um, yeah, we
2: didn't stop. We kind of – but it was we, – we couldn't stop. Like, some people decided to. Like, being – I think that opportunity, where being an essential worker that we were, if you had the opportunity to have work, like – you should have been out there doing it. Like, we were looking at different areas, like, doing anything. Like, I was still at home in the mornings, but I'd go out, me and my foreman, um, me and my office lady, we would be doing work the whole time. We didn't really stop. Um, and because we – those were the relationships that I've built, though, over – you know, the, the the past three to five years, um why we've had that work. But then coming back to it, like it was full steam ahead man. Like we came back that first week and it was like fucking boom. Like everyone was like, when are you come in, I'm like, fuck like <laughs> I'll be there soon. They're like everyone just wanted it done. We we've probably the busiest, we've probably done one of the biggest months that we have in the last year from it. Um maybe that's because of everybody wanting to get work completed and finished. Um, but it's like, also too, how people are like, oh, you don't know what's going to happen around the corner, like you know. And I was like, you know, that's what happens every day for business owners. Like, we lose work regardless. This is not unfamiliar for us. We 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 know about it. Like, jobs can get pulled out from under the rug from us. Anytime, time uh, regardless of COVID-19 like maybe on a bigger scale but the, the, so I'm like man like if, same thing if you're focusing too much on that you stop focusing on what do you need to be doing uh, ding dong finding work getting work done you know
1: um, yeah and does having that bigger team, like you know, team of ten with a bunch of different skills across the whole uh, the whole industry, and then also the kit, because you were talking before about some of the stuff you've invested in, like the diggers, and having that that extra ability to work on things, are you now able to take like bigger jobs on? And, and does that give you a, a greater security if you've got like one big long job rather than heaps of smaller ones running?
2: Yeah, totally. Um, we have we're growing, so we're we we're we, we diversifying. So so we do, we do plumbing, roofing, and drainage as well. We do a little bit of gas work too. You can't keep your eggs in one basket. Like we've been able to, like lucky, we've got the skill set for it. So we've grown from the plumbing. we have going more to the drainage. We've got options open all over the place. That's why during COVID we had we were able to work because we we kept our maintenance side going. So kept our commercial, kept our residential. We haven't really. Some guys, only they would only do one type of particular plumbing work. So they would go, oh, I'm a commercial plumber. So those guys, now, once COVID came, they're fucking, I know guys that are like shut down. They've like got rid of 12 guys because they focus solely on, which is cool, like that's your niche, like all good. But we've been able to keep our hand in a little bit of everything and do it all, which is why I think we've be, we've, we'll come out of this, we'll be fine. Um, taking on other work too, We're. it's like anything, like I said, you just, no risk, no reward. Like, if somebody else is it, I'm like, man, why can't we do that? Like, but that's that self belief I have. Like, I'm like, if it doesn't work, I'm like, what's the worst that'll happen? It won't work. I'm like, I'm willing to give it a go and fail at it, then sit there and go, nah, oh, and just be cool. But like, you know, and I take responsibility for everything too, um, which you have to.
1: And part of that kind of um, general kind of positivity is if you do follow Supreme Plumbing on Instagram, which I'd recommend it, you can see that you're often kind of like um, supporting other businesses in your network, you know, talking with other people uh, in the trade, telling, telling people to go and follow people and, uh, you know, and to support, support local businesses. And then one kind of, um, you know, extreme end of that, was when you did the giveaways during lockdown and a little bit earlier for people who um, who, who were struggling. T- tell me about kind of what led you to do that and what the reaction was.
2: We've always, I think, um, I had a. It all seems a bit like we were brought up like we're we're always come from a given family, so we'd always give. If you had opportunity, you'd do it. So we kind of started off, and we were sponsoring a lot of things from when I first started, and if I had the opportunity and I had a little bit more money, we'd kind of give it away to charities or people or groups that would need it. But that whole giveaway over lockdown, I could already see, like, guys, people and friends and businesses who were totally affected by it. Um, from it happening Us not being one of them So I just woke up Middle of the night One night I just like I think it was our first weekend Or second weekend And I just kind of had I was like Hey, it me and I like woke up I like, was like 1 o'clock And I was like Shit And I was like I'm going to give some money away Like you know I was like I'm in a position where I I'm not a fucking Multi-millionaire Or a millionaire But I'm like I'm pretty I'm happy where I am And I have more than enough So I thought man If we can spread this out And try and get this going um, And give local businesses some money um, to help them out who have really struggled then let's do it and I knew I could use the platform also to start sharing it around so that first week was like I'm going to give away a thousand bucks we're going to divvy it up over a week and get local businesses people start tagging and just went mental like people were tagging local businesses in it and that's what I wanted I was like so everyone who was watching our post they could see this business Mm -hmm. regardless if you'd use them you'd find somebody out of that bunch that would go oh cool oh that's a food place oh that's a hair place like so we'd give away 200 bucks every night we did it over a week and we got a couple other companies on board with us and it just like I got messages from people who were tagged in it, and they were just like man this is like people are messaging me now because they could see you know so that was what I wanted and I was like "Fuck, perfect like let's do it and you kind of some people are like, oh, you've done it because you want to, what you're going to get. And I'm like, man, like, <laughs> yeah, there are the rewards of it, but you don't just wake up and go, oh, I'm going to give you some money and I'm going, like, I'm sitting there waiting for everything to come back to me. You know, like, we've had a few reviews and write-ups on it, but, you know, like, that's all I wanted from it, just to people who, who work hard, who aren't in the position or who were affected by it, that we could help them out and use our platform and be positive and try and, you know, give them a little bit of a hand up.
1: And where would you like to see the business go next? I mean, having gone from um, starting out on your own and then in a few short years to employing ten people, it's a it's a huge growth curve already. What 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 would you like to see more of?
2: I don't know. We, I have a five year plan kind of goal. I want to get more into schools that like we're already in talks at the moment. I just want to get kind of young, give give kids all the opportunity to to get into trades. Cause I mean, everybody now, like if you're, especially within our Pacific Island community and Maori community, it's like, if you're not a sports player or something like that's it, like, this is how a lot of people look at it. So I'm like trying to, we're in talks with a couple of uh, colleges that I want to go and speak to about, like, there's another option out there for, for any kid of any race that like trades are, are awesome. And it's given me the opportunity. So I was thinking, trying to put that back out there and just help the community do more community projects. Um, and, you know, really push for how good and how much I love this trade. Um, I do want to grow the business as well. I will grow the business. Um, that will happen. Um, see what I did do, maybe. Like, you know, it's it's all it's all in your head. You say it, um, it will happen. Yeah, we will grow. Um, where I want to go to fully, it, it's inevitable, man. Like, just one foot in front of the other, let's keep doing it, keep hustling. I'm looking at 20-plus guys, but I'm – I'm kind of looking down different avenues too, like outside of plumbing. We're now being in the position we are, um, I have the opportunity to kind of dabble in other little business ventures now, which which is great, you know. And like I said, you can't keep your eggs all in one basket. So particularly down the trade scene maybe, but whether it be, I don't know if you guys know, like hydro excavation, kind of jetting, like kind of part of plumbing, because that's what I know. Um, But yeah, different avenues that we can kind of... um, Start building and maybe having Supreme, I don't know, Supreme Podcasts. Or, yeah. <laughs> know, I'll, I'll take this show over.
1: Media, media, empire. it's a hostile takeover. It's a hostile takeover. And um, what advice do you have for people who are interested in kind of becoming their own boss? Because I guess that's one of the great kind of um, advantages of, you know, uh, of trade like plumbing and that you can set up on your own after, you know, 10 years working for other people and building up your tool base and stuff, reasonably easy, can't you? So, yeah, yeah what what advice do you have for people who are looking to kind of go out on their own and be their own boss and kind and of rem- make their day? Remember, like, not everybody is cut out and wants to. That's the
2: misconception of it all, too. Like, some guys are happy being, so I think before you even do that, like, some people are happy. I know guys, they just, they just want to, they work for us, they just want to be a worker. Mm. That's your position. You need to really seriously think, like, if you want to be the boss and you want to do your own thing like make sure it is what you want to do if it is jump like with anything just take the leap like don't sit around don't don't tell everybody else about it like I think if you talk too much about other people it brings in kind of negativities oh yeah maybe like if you want to do it it's on you get up there and just like I said earlier no risk no reward make that leap Um, you're not going to be amazing at the start like but if you keep going with it and you you have that kind of mentality and that hard work that drive you, you'll be alright but yeah the, i don't think there's much advice the only thing is getting up there and make like you make it fucking work you make it happen it's up to you it's nobody else you don't blame anybody else everything is on you
1: yeah and from seeing kind of like how you tell the story of the business like it seems you 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 celebrate the wins and seem to be you know, get a lot of fulfilment out of what you're up to. Like, what is success for you and what kind of things, um, what will be success for you in business and for you personally? Um, it
2: changes. Success is still me waking up every day, being able to do what I do, have my family that's healthy. Um, and during those all those small little things of success like that, waking up every day and, and you know, putting on your shoes, going to work, like, it slowly graduates into something a lot more, like you kind of get yourself in a position where, you know, you you can do bigger and better things. Um, but I don't know, how, even that word, success, it's like it's, it's your own fulfilment. Like, a, you know, like I want to grow and get bigger and kind of just be a good fucking person, man, and help people out. Like, and that's my fulfilment. Like, and take people along the way with you that you can help out um, and not everybody you will be able to. But just make the most of this fucking time you have here on
1: Earth, and and really just give it all you got. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Is that it? Yeah, that's. Oh. <laughs> wasn't too bad, was it? <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Let's run it again. Great, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Rob Taylor, who's the um, founder and CEO at Supreme Plumbing. Thanks for sharing your story today. Yeah, no problem. Let's Awesome. Thank you very thank much you. to Tina Tilla for producing, <laughs> and thank you very much for having us along. Cheers.
0: You've been listening to Business is Boring, presented by Simon Pound. And brought to you by the Spin Off and Callahan Innovation. From the Spin Off Podcast Network, that was Business is Boring, brought to you by Spark Lab. Make sure you're following Business is Boring wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information on Spark visit sparklab.co.nz